Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Today's edition of Oilers Now from Rogers Place, Bob Stoffer. Brendan Escott's back in the 630 Chad Studios. You know what? That man, he has got big time pipes. Tell us why we open up with a little bit of meatloaf today. Yeah, well, it is his birthday, but I didn't take that mental snapshot of what year he was born in, so we'll have to quickly look that well, up. Well, I mean, 77, 78 was when he had Bat Out of Hell, so you've got to figure he's. I'm going to say he's born somewhere in the mid-50s. I mean, that realistically speaking, just an immense talent, an incredible voice. Uh, you can look it up here, That's Brennan. it. He turned 74 years old. I was getting meatloaf recipes there for a second. 74 years old. 74 years of age. Uh, collapsed on stage, actually, a few years ago in Edmonton. And just an incredible voice, man. That guy, uh, he has some big-time range. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. we got a lot to get to. We have some hockey to talk about. We had a preseason tilt last night down in Calgary. And it went well for the Oilers. And did not go particularly well for, frankly, a disinterested group of veterans that did play for the Calgary Flames. That was uh, an interesting night, to say the least. Uh, we'll have a complete recap of last night's game, get to some of the uh, participants in it. Um, set up NHL today as well. We'll tell you that the Oilers uh, have already had their early group, some might say uh, their NHL group, on the ice today. Connor McDavid, uh, Zach Hyman, Yessa Pugliarvi, Leon Dreisettle, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Kyler uh, Yamamoto, uh, all together along with Derek Ryan, who was the first star in last night's game. Derek will join us today at 105. Uh, Derek Ryan back with Fogel and Cassian. Uh, Fogel and Cassian did not play last night. The Oilers' uh, top six did not play, and Edmonton spanked the Calgary Flames. They outshot them 49-15. to They were younger, quicker, hungry on the pucks. The Flames came out. They tried to bang the Oilers, um, physically intimidate them early, and Edmonton started to win the, the loose uh, races to the puck and just dominated the back half of that game on route to a, a convincing 4 nothing victory. That happens sometimes to, you know, the Flames. I'm just going to take a look at it here. I mean, Calgary... By my count, they had 17 players with NHL experience. The Oilers had 12 last night. Uh, the Flames had six of their top 12 forwards dressed. I would hazard a guess that Edmonton uh, probably had 
two or three in the lineup. Oilers had one defense pair that might play together this year. Cuckoo and Bouchard. The Flames had two top, uh, all two defense pairings, four of their top six. And then Calgary started their backup goalie. And like I said, it was all Edmonton all the time last night. We'll get to that momentarily. Uh, John Shannon, NHL insider. Derek Ryan. Edmonton Oilers forward, Washington Capitals color analyst, friend of the show, Al May, uh, at 135. Here's how you get a hold of us. You can reach us at any time in the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Live entertainment is back. Hotel California, the Eagles tribute band, taking the stage Friday, October 29th, and legendary Canadian artist Gordon Lightfoot, and he is a legend. Not just of the Edmund Fitzgerald. November 17th, details at rivercreeresort.com. Sundown, another great song uh, from Gordon Lightfoot. The River Cree, uh, like many other venues, and I'm going to go through what's going to be taking place at Rogers Place tomorrow for the return to fans. But the River Cree, uh, like virtually other uh, several other uh, entities around the city, you're going to need... Uh, your vaccination papers, proof of vaccination, or conversely a negative test in the previous 72 hours to enter the venue. You can also text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com. Again, you can text us, 780-496-0063. Well, a couple guys have texted said, I wish I could sing like Meatloaf. Um, I don't know. That's a, a difficult voice to uh, to power out. Uh, who would, uh, well, I think Elton John might be the easiest guy to kind of mimic. One man's opinion. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, Brendan Escott at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. All right, I mentioned venues. Tomorrow night, the Edmonton Oilers return to Rogers Place with the return of fans. And speaking of which, I want to run through um, some uh some things that you're going to uh, need to be aware of if you are coming into the building tomorrow night to watch the Edmonton Oilers take on the Seattle Kraken. I will tell you, don't be surprised if we see a lot of Edmonton's better players tomorrow night with the return of fans uh, in the building. Like most North American venues, Rogers Place has adopted mobile tickets for all events. For more information on how to download your tickets to your smartphone, check out rogersplace.com. A reminder for upcoming events at Rogers Place, including tomorrow's game, fans age 12 and over must present a government-issued ID and proof of either full vaccination or a negative COVID-19 test taken within 72 hours of game's scheduled start time. Face coverings must also be worn at all times other than when actively eating or drinking. Again, Full details available, rogersplace.com. New this year, and you heard Eileen Bell, who's super stoked because Brigham Young is now 4-0 in the season. New this year, the NHL and Rogers Place. So this is a league initiative, and Rogers Place have instituted a new no-bag policy. It prohibits bags being brought into the arena, uh, though small clutch bags and wallets are still permitted. Full details on the new policy, again available at rogersplace.com. And we will tell you that the Oilers uh, 50-50 program continues, but with a couple changes in Rogers Place, is 50-50 shifts to a cashless format. Fans will need an email address and will be required to use their smartphone to purchase 50-50 tickets. 50-50 ambassadors will be available throughout Rogers Place to find uh, to provide fans with assistance if needed. And again, full details available on all of these items 
at rogersplace.com. I just uh, and we're going to mention that uh, probably three more times between now and tomorrow's game. We just got to it's just the reality of the situation, what we're going through right now. And I am super stoked to see fans back in the big house at Rogers Place here. It's going to be awesome. Our top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. The Oilers, it's just preseason. But is it just preseason? Or is it the Battle of Alberta? Calgary came out banging. They out hit the Oilers. The Oilers completely dominated the hockey game. Out shooting the Flames 49-14 to 14. as we go to the Oilers now. Audio Vault brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton. Fort McMurray and online at directworkwear.com. We've got two Oilers radio voices you're going to hear this season doing the play-by-play, both Cam Moon and, of course, Jack Michaels. Jack Laws will be doing the NHL Hockey and Rogers Regional Television broadcast. Cam with the call last night. It's the start of the preseason. It's Edmonton and Calgary, and we got fans in the building. For the Flames to Anderson, now to Dubé. Back to Anderson, brings it to the middle, looks for a lane. Right side to Backlund. He's about the hash marks across to Dubé. In front of the net, saved by Skinner. Puck at the side of the goal. Oh, another save by Skinner, this time off of Backlund, and it's cleared out. Stuart Skinner out of his net. Plays the puck nicely to Lagason. Pass into the middle for Cracknell. Right side to Kemp. Long pass off the stick of Sevier. Goes to Hamlin. He's got a break. He'll come in. Backhand. Scores! James Hamlin! He was all alone! He went to the backhand! Derek Ryan trying to dig it free. Got to the skates to Ryan. Jams it in the front of the net. Scores! Ryan got his own rebound. He put it past Flat now to Sevier behind the net. To Ryan, right wing. Borgo scores! Xavier Borgo! That was a one-time heater! And it's 3-0 Edmonton. Well, that line just cycled the flames to death. Puck possession for the Oilers for at least 45 seconds. And Derek Ryan's having a heck of a performance. Puck goes to the blue line. Cabranson had it poked away. And out with it is Perlini. And over the Calgary line. The shot save. Rebound. Scores! Brandon Perlini got his own rebound. He goes short side. And it's 4-0 Oilers. Here's Phillips through the middle for Calgary. Left side. Rizicka back to Phillips. Oh, what a save by Konovalov. And he covered it up. On the right wing to Backlund, and that'll do it. The Edmonton Oilers will get a combined shutout. Stuart Skinner and Ilya Konovalov with 15 saves to win 4-0 to start off the preseason here in Calgary against the Flames. All right, uh, that is Cam Moon with the call. Again, you'll hear Cam and Jack, and we'll run the audio recaps after uh, uh, every game. And Dave Tippett, Oilers head coach, had this assessment on the Oilers' 4-0 victory in Calgary last night. First and foremost, our number one thought tonight, we want to come in and make sure that everybody competed at the level that you need to to, to be successful. And we, you know, the, right throughout the lineup, you saw that. Even the goaltenders, when they were challenged, they, they worked hard, played a lot of pucks outside the net. Um, but we, we come in, we, we just played a, a solid game. You know, we haven't uh, got real deep into the structure of how we want to play yet. We've had some practices on certain parts of it, but guys come in and... And uh, some of the things we were trying to do, they uh, did well. But ultimately, it was about the work ethic tonight and just playing well together. 
trying to make each other look good so they uh, get in a game and play well. So it's, uh, it was a solid game all the way through. An additional comment after the game on Derek Ryan, who was the first star. Yeah, he's a reliable guy. He just there's, he thinks the game well and plays in so many situations, and so it's uh, he'll he'll be uh, I think he'll be a nice asset for us. Uh, I thought the first star should have been Evan Bouchard. He was terrific. The pairing of Cuckoo and Bouchard when they were on the ice, the Oilers completely controlled the hockey game. Calgary had you know four of their top six defensemen going in last night's game. They had uh, Nikita. Uh, Zadorov playing with Rasmus Anderson and Valimaki was with Gabranson. I'm going to assume Val- Valimaki and Gabranson will be their third pair this year. Now, that said, in fairness, they didn't have Hannafin and Tanev playing, which is probably their shutdown pair. But the Oilers got to Calgary. Calgary couldn't forecheck. They couldn't make much happen. Uh, and the Oilers put the pressure on the Flames D. And I just... just uh, Conversely, with Edmonton, their transition game was acceptable. It's just preseason, I know. But uh, Evan Bouchard was really good last night. Here's Dave Tippett. His poise with the puck is really strong. And it's, uh, you know, we've talked about him a lot. He's he's come up the right way. He's He understands the game now. He understands the expectations for him. And now it's time for him to do it. So... Um, you know, he jumped in first exhibition game. You could tell he's a he's a very poised player. Really, really has an impact on the game. Dave Tippett, Oilers head coach. All right, uh, Derek Ryan was last night's first star. He was asked about Evan Bouchard's composure. Scrimmages in camp are one thing, but this is a more closer to a real NHL game. And um, he was elite. I thought he was really good with the puck. Uh, he has a heavy shot. He had a couple of really good shots on the PP there that um, you know could sneak through on on another day. And yeah, he's he's going to be a special player. I liked I liked the poise that I saw out of him and uh, composure, especially coming in a preseason game like this where there's a lot of there's a lot of jitters for everyone. It's first game, and um, see, so he seemed like he was pretty calm, cool, and composed back there. The 10th overall pick in the 2018 draft, Evan Bouchard, referred to as the X-Factor by Oilers head coach Dave Tippett. Bouchard had these thoughts on finding confidence at the NHL level. Every uh, league's a different uh, steps. So you really have to uh, you know, ease into it. And I think now I'm uh, pretty comfortable after being here last year and getting the exhibition game in today. You know, I think it's, uh, you know, my comfortability is really uh, starting to show again. And another guy that had a good night last night, scored a goal. Uh, Brendan Perlini was in on the forecheck all night long. Big body, six foot three, former first-round pick in Phoenix. Here's Dave Tippett. He's a guy I've known a long time. We drafted him in, in Arizona, and big, strong guy that uh, you know, kind of career went kind of a little sideways for him. He's looking to get back on on track. He's in great shape. He's a big guy, skates well, and he's got a, he's got a knack for scoring. So. You know, he capitalized on an opportunity there tonight. So uh, we'll keep going. I mean, he's he's a guy that's going to be interesting to watch going through camp. Uh, we've got some guys like him that these exhibition games are going to be, you know, tell the tale where they get to. So he didn't hurt himself tonight. All right. So Edmonton gets the victory 4 nothing in Calgary. Does it mean anything? I mean, the Flames had the more veteran experienced team. Calgary dressed a lot of their heaviness. Lucic uh, ran around, plastered Broberg early in the game. Uh, Zadorov was being physical right from the get-go. He did get one of those cross-checking calls early. Calgary was shorthanded seven times. Luch got the double whammy on one. He, he short kind of picked him off in the neutral ice area behind the play, and Milan, with his team down, was frustrated and went and punched Shore with the glove on and got the penalty and said, well, if I'm going to get a penalty, I'm going to make it count. And then he got another one. 
And the irony is the one of the referees last night was Cody Beach, who was over a 200 penalty minute season guy in the American Hockey League. Uh, a tough guy to the WHL. So I was interested in that call because often a veteran player uh, only gets one penalty in that situation. And they call the double minor. So some other thoughts. The goaltenders. Skinner and Konovalov. Uh, Skinner made two good saves in one sequence but didn't have a lot of work. Konovalov made one terrific save on a deflection redirection down low. Uh, again, did not have a lot of work. Broberg took the hit from uh, Milan Lucic. I know I talked to Brian McGrath during the intermission. He's like, I liked uh, Broberg's response. He got belted in the boards, got right back up, and was better afterwards. Little bit of a tail off in the third period. I think you're going to see Broberg get lots of games in preseason, like maybe four of the first five. Um, uh, Berglund was solid. Again, Cuckoo and Bouchard were terrific. The line of Benson, McLeod, and Marodi were humming. Uh, Benson missed a point-blank wide-open look that could have made it 5 nothing. But Benson was quick on pucks, turning pucks over. Burgo had some good moments with Ryan. And the Oilers had the speed and quickness advantage. And I guess, Brendan, I'm going to put this back on you. I mean, what do you think? Does, does it matter that much? Do you read too much into it? I mean... I can't imagine down in Calgary, they're sitting there going, we got outshot 49-15, to 15, and Edmonton didn't bring eight of their top nine forwards in the game. That, that has to be a little bit concerning, do you not think? Yeah, I would say so, and, you know, color me uh, a f- fool because I didn't expect to see the guys like Zadorov and Lucic in there laying down that physical impression in the first place, but that was probably the most, uh, you know, th- that stood out to me, and it stood out because I don't think they have the skill, even at this level of, of, of who they're deploying on each side to skate with the Oilers. So is this a microcosm of what's come to come this season? I think it probably is. Well, I mean, they've got Markstrom. He's a really good goalie. He's going to be better than he was last year. They don't have Giordano anymore in defense. He was a bit of a leader. Uh, well, he's a huge leader for that team. So that's that's a loss. Kachuk, obviously, you know, Goodrow, Monaghan didn't play for Calgary. I get that. Except Edmonton's guys are all better. Like, you, you, you know, McDavid and Dreisaitl didn't play. They're the two top scoring players in the NHL over the last three years, and the Oilers have added more depth. So I want to know your thoughts. You can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Just some, uh, we talked about it, Benson, McLeod, Marodi. They were humming a bit, um, like Benson's game. Perlini had some strong moments, shoots the puck, shooter's mentality. Shore was quiet. Turris. Uh, got a couple good looks in the game and got another opportunity today at practice as he was on a uh, on a fourth line with uh, McLeod and Shore. So that's interesting to watch, just something to file away, especially Josh Archibald, not with either of the two uh, teams. The, the second session, the, the sort of more AHL-heavy uh, group is on the ice just as we speak right now at Rogers Place. I already mentioned Ryan. Sevier uh, was fine. Got in on the four check, won some all battles. Cracknell won some all battles. LeBois didn't get a lot of ice time, had some reach going. So there were some good things there. Lagason and Camp were in the third pairing. Uh, but definitely Broberg and Berglund and Bouchard played a ton, especially if the Oilers getting seven power plays. It's good. It's a good first game. I'll get your thoughts when we come back. We'll also get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. You're listening to Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, let's quickly bang off some text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Some thoughts on last night's game. 
Bob, I thought Borgo showed a lot. Very excited with that pick now. Wow. Uh, like Derek, let's say he loved uh, Derek Ryan. Kemp can pass the pill. Perlini was fast. And this texture says, I thought Lucic looked and played like a clown. Well, sometimes for those veteran players in that situation, when it's going sideways, you get a little bit frustrated. I think that's what happened. Um... Uh, this text says, should probably plan the cup parade after last night. No doubt, Leafs fan in Oilers Nation. Love the show. And again, it's just uh, uh, it's just uh, preseason. Brad says, keep pumping up the tires, Bob. It's silly season hockey between two wannabe teams. Well, the Oilers have been 12th and 11th last year, and they vastly improved their depth up front. So take it for what it's worth. But... You can uh, text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, did you hear the Calgary broadcasters trying to excuse the Flames' performance by saying they, the Flames, had more new guys than the Oilers, as in more guys noodle a team? Almost laughable. Going to enjoy watching uh, the Oilers steamroll Calgary all year. A couple things. Uh, Yeah, no, I I didn't actually hear the uh, Flames broadcasters because I was doing our broadcasts. That's number one. Uh, so I don't know what they were saying, but I've been in that position where you're at home and you got the better team on paper dressed in a preseason game and you get outworked. Happened here a few years ago against Winnipeg. Um, Texter adds, going to enjoy watching the Oilers steamroll Calgary all year. I don't think that's going to happen. I do think Calgary, I think Calgary is going to be a playoff team in the Pacific Division. So maybe I'm going to be wrong. And maybe it's just the Stoffer curse taking effect. Let's go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing Company, Branded Apparel. Uh, products and awards all created in-house shop local at ElitePromomarketing.com. Here's Brendan Escott. You know what? I guess we can start going around the league with these exhibition scores. Won't do that today, but we'll pick it up uh, maybe tomorrow. We can tell you the Blues signed general manager Doug Armstrong to a five-year contract extension on Saturday. He was appointed Blues GM in July of 2010, so this will see him through as the longest GM uh, tenured in Blues history. Ottawa acquired Zach Sanford from Armstrong's Blues in exchange for former first-rounder Logan Brown, who I believe just signed a one-year two-way deal and a conditional fourth-round pick as well. The Oil Kings lost both games to Calgary over the weekend by the same 2-1 uh, overtime defeat, interestingly enough. Puck drops on the regular season this Friday at Rogers Place. Red Deer in town to kick off a home-and-home. And the U of A Golden Bears swept the Calgary Dinos 4-1 and then 3-2 on Saturday and move on to play McEwen University this Friday and Saturday night. I went to the first two periods of the Golden Bears game Friday. Uh, congratulations to Chris Morris and the Golden Bears football team. They got a big season opening victory over UBC, 44-19. Mooner and myself went down on that one as well. Uh, Edmonton Oil Kings are going to have a very different team on Friday. Kurt Hill will be on the show tomorrow and Daniel Troani will be on with Brendan on Friday when I'm on the bird flying into uh, Everett. Uh, Oil Kings are getting like five guys back this week, including Sebastian Kosa, who will be in the mix to be Canada's goaltender for the upcoming World Juniors. It is 12-29 in Edmonton. Oh, Phil, fear the fin. He's all over me, the San Jose Sharks fan. He's saying, Bob, the Oilers outshot the Flames because of the help of seven power plays. Don't you think that was a small factor in the shot differential? Did, did Phil watch the game online? I don't know. Like, 49-15 were the shots. Lord knows, Bob, if it was seven power plays for Calgary and one the other way, we'd be hearing about it. Uh, well, there you go. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back with John Shannon. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.